if if you can't bring yourself to to see that and to be able to be aware of of the things that you might do to create this friction in a relationship as opposed to saying you're doing this you're doing that because of you because of you because of you then over time that's where the resentment's going to get there that's where the hatred's going to get there that's where they're not going to want to be around you and then all of a sudden you're hiring a lawyer and you're getting divorced and you're splitting all your stuff and you leave broke So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Thanks for coming to listen to us once again. As you know, my name is Roger. And I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina. And we are the Head Over Heels Show. Yes, we are. <laughs> I am so excited. You know why? What? Because summer is here. It's summer June. is here. June, it's, it's the beginning of beautiful season that we all love and cherish, which is summer. And I just can't tell you how excited I am. I know. I've, had a, I've had a smile from ear to ear for the whole entire week. It was very beautiful out today, but I don't know if... You guys know this, but a lot of Ontario and Quebec were on fire, like forest fires, which is not something we see here a lot. I mean, those are those things are like issues that dry places have, like California and all that stuff. Alberta and 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 out Vancouver, west have a lot yeah. of those as well. But Quebec and Ottawa are five, six, seven hours away, and I was showing a condo today, and it's. It smelt like there was a campfire on the balcony. It was like that the, all, all morning, yeah. The smoke, I couldn't see downtown because of the amount of smoke. I couldn't it's believe- crazy how far it Yeah, went. how far it went. And, and it, it smelt like the fire was right there. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. But then luckily, they got rain and hail and sort yeah. of, I think that might have helped today. Well, I didn't, I really for the it. second part of the afternoon, we didn't get- we I didn't smell, smell it anymore. Yeah. I didn't so I see the smoke as much. It was yeah. this, they, they did get, my sister-in-law texted and it was us windy. saying- that they had, yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. why that fire starts. Yeah, with a little spark and the wind hits it, that's yeah. it. It's over. Like I was watching some TikTok videos, and they were like within seconds, acres and acres where it would catch on fire within seconds. It's insanity. It's so fire dangerous. is a dangerous thing. Fire, flooding. I mean, mm. fire and water—the two things that'll that, that you can't—they'll destroy you. You can't stop. Yeah, it's crazy because I was talking to a friend of mine today, and she was saying, "Look." This is all the signs of the earth crying for help. The earth is crying for help. I just hope this earth gets rescued. 
But yeah, back so on that. to our regular programming schedule. Regular schedule. schedule. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you speak multiple languages. You are, as you're speaking, you're questioning yourself which direction to go. Are you the Middle Eastern one? Are you the you know English part? Are are you the European part? Are, or just the crazy part? I don't know. I mean, I know I'm crazy, but there's so many elements to when I speak. It's just so unique. Mm. You have to enjoy it. There you go. So we had a great week. Um, lots of work. Nina finished. Well, I shouldn't say Nina. We finished our 14 day bikini body challenge. And quite frankly, I think I look pretty good in a fucking bikini right now. I swear he's got a six pack appearing and it's amazing. It's like a four and, and a half and pack. The, the best part was is that we didn't really change our lifestyle at all. We stayed the same. We ate the same. We drank the same. We just put in more effort into the workout almost every day for 14 days. Yeah. Which was a body weight workout. Was all, yeah, which it was, was also amazing. a very different kind of workout that I'm used to. I'm used to kind of like pushing, bulking, blah, 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 blah. This was uh, more just kind of like hit workouts where you're sweating and you're tired and you're sore and you're, yeah. It Which made, gets you ripped, essentially. in all the right places. Essentially, 100%. I think I look pretty good in the thong right now. You do? <laughs> <laughs> so last week, you guys, we were going to do an episode about what we're going to talk about today which are questions from all you listeners, beautiful and, and kind listeners that send us questions every now and then. But Even some of you non not-so-kind people. Not-so-kind people, yes. But we sort of, last week, we kind of changed directions. We started with a conversation that just took its own, it, it made its own episode. Mm. And it was about mother-in-laws and, and parent families and, and all that stuff, which, which, again, we've had a lot of requests on that episode which it came out so naturally and so unexpectedly so we decided to have that as a as our episode for last week so but today we're going to continue with our promise of answering your questions mm -hmm. and we have a couple of questions that are very interesting that we want to answer and I i'm sure we've answered some of these questions on our podcast before but you know what it doesn't hurt mm -hmm. to refresh your memory. The answers might be a little bit different and, and they'll hit you different because you're a different place in your own relationship. And it's also a different person that asked them. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a, for us also, it's different answering them now that we did before because, like you said, we're on a different level of our relationship right now. So you ready? Absolutely. For the answer? The answer Mr. The Handsome? I mean, for the questions? <laughs> <laughs> it is late at night. So question number one came from our listener, Lisa. Lisa says, my partner and I have been together for five years, and lately we've been arguing a lot more than usual. How can we get back to our more peaceful and loving relationship? Da, 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 da. What do you think? How does Lisa and her man get back together onto their normal, loving relationship? Well, um, if they're arguing a lot more lately, is because they're they're having some sort of issues that they're blaming each other for. Right. Which is something I, I assume, you know, in most cases, when you start to, you get out of that so-called honeymoon phase. Yeah. It's you know, five, five years. years yeah. You're starting to get out of it. Now you're starting to look at things like, wait a minute, he's not pulling his weight around here or wait a minute. She's not, doing the things that she promised me she was going to do when she said, well, once we get married, this is going to happen every day, or this is going to, this is the way it's going to be all the time. 
Well, it makes sense. We we but we weren't even married for us at that time. We were together for six years before we got married. So we in our five year beginning of our five years that like Lisa said, we had the same issues. We argued at one point a lot. But you know what, Lisa, I want to tell you that it's normal for couples to go through ups and downs in their relationship, especially if you're together for five years. That means you you're getting to know each other more. You're getting to like and dislike things that you that you could mm. you know you could get over. Mm. But this is a good thing. Arguing it's a good thing. And if you're five years together, then you're probably building a life together. You're trying right. to build what's going to you know help you have a little bit more freedom later on in life. Absolutely. And you know disagreements between couples are a very natural part of the relationship. This is how you grow. This is how you build that um what is it called that uh, transparency and trust and respect between you guys by okay, this is my issue. This is my story and let me hear yours. Mm. You might be doing a lot more now because there is, like Roger says, there's an underline of unresolved issue that you both have to th- sit down and say, okay, what is our issue? Why are we arguing about? Because you have to communicate that, mm. okay? You can't just let it go and get it worse. You got to sit down together and evaluate what might be causing the conflict. Consider setting aside some time to maybe go for a walk mm. and talk about it. Don't talk about it when you're arguing because that's really, really hard to articulate your point of view or explain your your side of the story. Because yeah. when person. you're arguing, you're just trying to win. Absolutely. And when you're trying to win, you're not you're, you're not coming off. I mean, somebody's got to lose, so that other person doesn't want to do that. So they're not listening. So from our experience, we've had these issues. We had this conflict and yeah, we did argue about it. But then it came time that we're like, both looked at each other. We're like, look, we wanted this relationship to work for a long time, if not forever. So what can we do to make sure that we don't have this kind of conflict? Arguing is good. It's a must in a relationship, but don't make it over exaggerated. Don't overdo it because you're going to start resenting each other. Mm. Because that conflict has not resolved. Mm. You got us not well, you know what? It. You know what I think got got us past that? I mean, it definitely wasn't a five year. It was many years after. But there was a point in our relationship where I won't say we didn't get along, but we fought more than we didn't. We basically prioritized other parts of our life as opposed to our relationship at that moment. Whatever it was. But I know that one thing that helped us um, is when we we kind of did some work on ourselves. We went into and did the landmark form, which was something that is, uh, it kind of gets, gets you into your own head. Gets you to work on yourself. Almost as a third person, to be honest. Yeah, it's hard true. to explain, but it's one of those things where you sit there and you look at the way you have been reacting to stuff over your entire life. How you treat other people, how you treat yourself, how you feel, feel when things happen, when you're under stress and all that stuff. And it helps you realize that, oh my God, this has been a face that I've been putting on forever. And I'm sitting there thinking it's other people, but really it's the way I react to certain things. How you perceive life in general. And and, and the stories you come up with in your head. Meaning, you know, we all sit there, if me and you are arguing about something, I'll have my own story. You'll have your own story. And both will be extremely right. And the other person is extremely wrong. Until you sit down, like you like you like to say, you articulate what it is that you're going through. So 
it, it would sound something like this. would be like, okay, Nina, my story about what just happened is you're mad at me because I'm not doing enough around the house. My story would be, well, listen, I come in sometimes 7 p.m., 8 p.m. at night, and even then I'm still doing some work. Don't you think it would be fair that I can deal with this stuff and then come home and relax? Your story would be the same thing. Well, yes, I, I do the same thing. I do a lot of work. And now I got to come in and I got to do even more work because I got to cook. And then I've got to clean up after myself. And then I got to do this. So, and we had this kind of conversation where you were like, okay, well, I just don't want to cook as much. So we, we ended up getting a nanny and all that stuff and helping us out. But we didn't enjoy our food as much. Right. We didn't enjoy, you know, uh, our quality sitting together. down having dinner yeah. and all that stuff. So then we said, okay, well, what's the problem? Well, Nina loves to cook. She just doesn't like the cleanup. So we came to an agreement. I said, okay, well, now I understand what you're saying. You know, it, it is a lot of work because I, I come in and I, I do the dishes after you clean. It's a hell of a lot of work. You don't realize how many dishes there are, but there's a lot. And if you just had to cook all that stuff and now you have to clean it, you're not going to be motivated to do it again tomorrow. Yes, I'll resent this relationship. So my <laughs> my fix to that was like, okay, well, I'll clean up after we're done because I do enjoy the food you make and I want you to continue doing it. So those were the kind of conversations we had realizing that, okay, my story might have been right to me and her story might have been right to her. But when you actually put it out there, we both have a point. We both have a a, a reasoning. Now let's see if we can resolve this, make this so that everybody's happy as opposed to just one person. Perfect. Exactly yeah. how I would say it. You know, the 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 problem with us arguing with our, our spouses, our partners a lot is exactly that. There's a conflict that needs to be resolved. But because our ego plays a big role in our life, and it's it's, it's sad, but it's fact, it's true, that we don't um, resolve it the issue because of our ego. If you sit there vulnerably and honestly talk to yourself and say, what is my issue with my partner? Why am I so resent blaming the partner. resentful towards them? To yourself, say, why am I so resentful? Why am I um, so judgmental when it comes to, you know, being in a certain situation. What is it? What is the underline? Work on deep inside of you. You Most of the time you'll find it's legit you, not your partner. That is bringing that on to, to the situation, okay? So we did a lot of work, Raj and I, on ourselves first. I bettered myself, he bettered himself, and we came together, we bettered our relationship. And I would say it's been like this. We've been married for 20 years, and our relationship has been better in the five, 15 years. And we still go through this stuff. Yes, I mean, everybody we're human, every, my, Our mindsets, our head, their stories will go will create a, a life form of their own and it's just how you but deal with it. it's very short-lived. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's how, it's how you deal with it. If you're going to sit there and you're going to recognize that, oh shit, maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe this is all just a story in my head. Let's see if actually some of this is real by having a conversation about it. Yeah, dude, we used to make stories and stories and stories and fight and argue for days. Now we're like, argue, we're like, okay, what is, what, what's, what's the cause? What's the solution? Let's figure this out now. We're not waiting five hours to five days or whatever it is to solve this issue. Let's do it now. So it's short-lived, mm. okay? You'll get there. Just work on it. Just and, so, and some of, the, I mean, some of the, 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 the problems that we have 
are ongoing. We, we, and it's just the way we're, we're, I guess, designed. You're going to be mad at certain things over and over and over again. I'm going to be mad at certain things over and over again. Again, it's the same things. And this is the stuff that my daughter says that we fight over stupid shit. And that's what it is. It's just, it's hard for us to get over whatever qualms we have. And so our fights will end up being the same over and over again, just like, oh, you're insulting me or you're making it look like that or whatever. That's the thing. Dr. Sue says it. No one will ever be you. You are one special person. No one. And you know, I say this all the time. You argue with your siblings. You argue with your parents growing up. You bound to argue with your partner. It's just inevitable. This is something that is intended to be natural. It's mm-hmm. something that is, we're, we're, we're made, made out of nature. Nature wants us to do this. This is part of it. Look at all the animals in the animal kingdom. They all argue and fight. Some of them fucking eat each other to survive. Well, luckily, we're not eating each other to survive. Well, we're eating each other for other Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I get a scoop? But you know what I mean? Yeah. So what's the next uh, question? We <laughs> I hope you answered that, that question, Lisa. I really um, hope you can listen to this episode a couple of times just to understand what we're saying. Because And if you don't understand, feel free to reach out to us. Absolutely. You know, it's, it, it's like I said, this, this landmark forum thing that we did, that was like a, a three-day deep, deep, like I'm talking full day from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at night. It was full. And it took a lot of stress and, and, and self, um, awareness, self, uh, digging to, to really see what the issue is. I mean, I I remember calling my mom because they told me to, to do so and, and talk about stuff that happened in my childhood. And I, and I couldn't even hold my, my tears in because I was just sitting there like, same. I yeah, called yeah. my mom and I was like, I love you. And my mom was alive at that time. And I said, I love you. I love you. She goes, I love you too. What's going on? What's wrong? I said, nothing. I just feel like there was so much that I needed to tell her. And it was built out from my childhood. And it's just like, it's called work, inner work. We did a lot of deep inner work. We're still not done, by the way. You and I have a lot of work to do, mm. my husband. Um, but yes, that's, it's part of growth, your own personal growth. It's mm. such a, an amazing feeling when you when you get to that point and it's realizing that you don't have to be a certain person a certain way you could be many different ways to please yourself to please your partner to please you you know it's it's life is fun but you also got to look at yourself and look at, at at the situation you're not always right i mean a lot of times you might be right but you're also wrong if if you can't bring yourself to to see that and to be able to be aware of of the things that you might do to create this friction in a relationship as opposed to saying you're doing this, you're doing that because of you, because of you, because of you, then over time, that's where the resentment's going to get there. That's where the hatred's going to get there. That's where they're not going to want to be around you. And then all of a sudden you're hiring a lawyer and you're getting divorced and you're splitting all your stuff and you leave broke and sad, upset, guilty, and all these other words that go along with divorce. So, you know, Give a little bit of effort. That's why I said people say that relationships are, are tough and it, they require work is because you can't sit there and be the same every single day and expect things to change. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So do the work, baby. What's the next question? Next question comes from Kenny J. Kenny says, my partner and I have been struggling with intimacy in our relationship. Mm-hmm. How can we ignite the spark and bring back the passion? Well, Kenny, it's your lucky day because we love to talk about this <laughs> this part of our relationship. I'm going to tell you something. 
intimacy is always going to be one of the most important part of your relationship. Mm-hmm. However you do it, fucking do it, work on it. Intimacy does not mean having sex. Intimacy means like kissing, hugging, loving, telling each other how much you appreciate them, dressing up for each other, showing up for each other, going on a date nights. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, my, my, the best part of our intimacy is working out together. I love working out with my husband. Why? Because we both struggle at the gym. We're both sweating. We're both frustrated. We're both putting our bodies towards, uh, through hell. But what we get is the endorphins, the adrenaline, the love hormones. It makes us feel amazing. makes us feel energetic. makes us feel passionate about each other. We have more, we're stronger for each other. And most of all, we look really good for each other, which is mm. a huge part of being intimate with someone okay if yeah. you're gonna go into that sexual part of it because well, said, hormones, all it, stuff working who up. wants to sleep with an ugly person <laughs> seriously it's it's just i'm not trying to be shallow but it's a fact it's a fact you want to be with someone that's good you know good looking that looks cool that dresses well that smells well and good looking meaning like you know that's what you're attracted to you know what you're you were attracted to your husband or wife at a certain time. Yes, people grow and do all that stuff, but if you don't put in a little bit of effort, not that's necessarily mean that you have to have a six pack and you have to work out. You know, don't be in in your you know your your comfy flannel pajamas all day long, and don't be in your you know sweaty wife beater tank top and that all, all day long. Like try to impress. You know, like Nina said. I mean, uh, you know, we like to go to the gym and all that stuff. I mean. All those things, there was there was uh, endorphins and hormones. I love to make hormones. <laughs> and hormone? Did I say it wrong? I don't know. <laughs> you got it right. You got it right. Endorphins and hormones. And it, no, but it's. I was just cracking a joke there, but I, what I was saying, like, it, it's you're not trying to be shallow, and I know what you mean. It's just it's continue to try and, and impress each other. Continue to yeah. to. You know, do things to turn each other on. Do things to, to, to make that person want you, and do things to make you want that person. The, especially if after for, if you're been with your partner for a long time, if you have children, if you're busy, have a crazy job, work for. I get it. It can be often really challenging to maintain that intimacy over time, but one one way to make sure that you always have that spark or to reignite that spark is that is to take care of yourself mm-hmm. is to look good for yourself like for me if i work out i dress well i feel good from inside out what happens is when i feel good i release hormones that are mm, more of those whores morning sorry <laughs> Hormones, not horse morning, you crazy ass. But it's they're called love hormones and you release those. What happens is you attract people to to you. You attract your partner to you. Yeah, I'm smiling, I'm happy, I'm dancing, I'm singing, I'm dressed well. What part of that doesn't my husband wanna grab and like devour? And the same thing for him. If he is always, you know, he works hard, he eats well, he's fit. Because listen, I'm talking about this not from, like I said, not from Mishawa. Because I'm talking about these things. Because if you put good food in your gut, that releases good energy throughout your body into your brains. That gives you, puts you in a good mood. Why the people that are in good mood have better sex drive? Because they're attracting that person towards them. Mm. 
Mm. But if you are not in a good state, if you're putting garbage in your stomach, you're not working out, you're not feeling good about yourself, you're gaining weight, you're cash potato, you're just working, you're lazy, you have that sad face on you, you're not putting any effort into it, how do you expect your partner to feel that way about you? There is no intimacy there. So what I'm trying to say here is look and see where are you lacking that intimacy. Do you need to go on more date date, date nights? Do you need to go on a hike? Do you need to go for have? You need to have that time alone together. Mm-hmm. Once do you need to wear more day, crop tops? An hour a day together, <laughs> crop top, my baby. See, for us, when we wake up in the morning, Raj and I give each other kiss and hugs for like good twenty to thirty seconds, almost every day. It's mandatory. Mm-hmm. What that does, it releases all those beautiful hormones and reassures your partner that you are there for them, that you love them, that you're hugging them, that they're yours. Mm. No matter what happens the night before, no matter how many arguments you had, how you felt about each other, every morning start from zero. Mm. It's a new day. Be grateful for that person. Well, think about it this way. You're building a life together. Mm -hmm. You're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing to build a life together. Then you start to treat the relationship kind of like you would your job. You just, you know, they're one person and I'm one person and we're here to make this life work. And if the other person doesn't do their part, you resent them. And if you don't do your part, they're going to resent you. I don't know how many of you go to work and actually like your boss, like the person that you're working with the one that's telling you what to do all the time. The one that's, you know, checking your work and all that stuff. If you're doing that in your relationship, then you're probably not going to like your boss, whoever that is. The husband's not going to like his boss, which is the wife. And the wife is not going to like her boss, which is the husband. So you got to take that whole work part out and remember to bring in the intimacy. So essentially you got to, Remember to sleep with your boss <laughs> because you know, like, I mean, I, I, I said it as a joke just to make, to, to make a little bit of light to this, but you know, you're creating a life. Now you both have a role and you both have a, a what you need to do, but you got to remember that you're in this together as a husband and wife or as a couple. So you got to add the in- intimacy. You got to add the stuff, all the shit that you're not allowed to do to your boss. At work, you know, dress sexy for them, um, you know, smell or, good for them, fix your hair, shave, do all that stuff so that you don't look like a bum and you don't look like, you know, you're going to bingo. You're there to impress them. You're, you're trying to make them excited to come home because this is something else I'm coming home to. I got work. I got all this stuff at home at work where I got to deal with. I want to come home to something that's just great. Can't always be great, but sometimes it'll be great. If it's never great, then it's never great. Absolutely. Mm. And I want to add to this answer, to, the, to Kenny's answer, because what I want to say is, listen, sit down with your partner on a date or whatever you're doing and say, listen, we're having, say, say to your partner this, say it exactly this way. I want to ask you, are you feeling the way what I'm feeling? I feel like our intimacy has not been to the par for the past little while. What can we do to reignite that Ask your partner that question, honestly, truthfully, vulnerably, and watch their answer. Mm-hmm. 
they'll probably be feeling the same ones you do. It's just that no one has taken that step or asked that question bluntly. Listen, we're having, we're struggling intimately. What can we do to fix it? Once you ask that question, your partner will say, oh, shoot, or shit, whatever you say. Um, you're right. Let's work on this. If you both want to work on it, mm-hmm. which most of the time it's that, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Just sit down, calmly ask each other a question. And if that conversation or that date that you're on um, is getting a little bit too intense and too stressful, you can sit there and say, I'm just talking to the women out there. You can sit there and say, you know what? I was meant to wear a hat on this date. I wanted to wear a hat on this date, but I didn't. And I actually have the underwear to match. Meaning, <laughs> meaning that she's not wearing any underwear either. And see how that conversation goes. And you'll see that the the, the whole tone will change. You're adding flirtiness. I, I don't know, I was trying to add something funny, but You're funny it came off the top of my head. I but love you, baby. I'm just saying, like, if you add a little bit of flirtiness to your day, whether it's the man or the woman, you're going to get somewhere. Well, I really hope we answered those questions as as honest and truthful as we could for you guys because we just talk from our experience. We talk how we would do things, how we did things in the past because like every other couple, believe it or not, we have gone through all these issues as well. Mm. We have asked ourselves these questions over and over and over over the years because we've been doing that 26 years, 26 Mm. years, 20 years married. So we have gone through all of these in different stages of our life. Mm. And we have sat down and said, what could we do to fix it? And that's the beauty of our relationship. Raj and I have always been open with each other and been willing to work on things, putting effort into making our relationship better. As a matter of fact, we were talking to our daughter tonight over dinner, and she was asking us questions about relationships. And, you know, she's a teenager now, and she's wanting to get into relationships and, and all that, and she's, she wants to learn. And I said, the best answer to her question, which was, what makes relationship work? And both that her dad and I told her, put in an effort. Both people have to put an effort into making that relationship work. Period. So I'm going to tell you the same thing or share with you the same thing. Put an effort into your relationship, both of you guys. You'll be better for you. Your partner will be better for themselves. You come together and you make your relationship better. Mm-hmm. It's just simple as that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I got something to add to this, okay? So I, was, I, I said this to my daughter earlier. And I, I'm sure you've heard this before because a lot of people talk about this, but I don't know if, it, if, if people really understand, you know, when we're talking in terms of when I'm talking in terms of this, I mean, most of our audience, the people we talk to are, uh, you know, a husband and wife, male and female partner with kids and all that stuff. So, I mean, so the scenarios I'm going to talk about right now or for that, I mean, if you're, you know, a same sex couple, whatever it is, there's going to be some, some similarities there because I, I don't know. I always notice it. Even with a same sex couple, there's always kind of like a, a masculine applies, yeah. and a feminine. Yeah. I think it applies to every couple. You know what I mean? Just, so you got to think that way, just masculine and feminine when I'm talking about this, because I know throughout life, the way I raise my daughter, the way I raise my son, they're two totally different things. They're the same, but they're different. Absolutely. I mean, a woman out, out there is, is taught to, to love. Uh, you know, it's in their, 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 their DNA. You know, you have a 
a child, you're, you love that thing. To nurture. You know, or, yes. that's why there's a lot more single mothers out there than there is single fathers because the mothers are just there for love. They know love and they, and, and nurturing, yes. like you said. Yes, we take care so that's of the way you're built. With love. That's the way you're, you're, you're made. A man is, is, is taught and, and, and built to earn respect, to yes. be respected. Uh, you know, throughout life. I don't know if it's just a, a you know, a time thing that, that it's the, the way it's, it's been over time. And feminine energy. Could be, could be, but 100%. that's, that's what it is. So is out there, you know, wanting and expecting love. And a man is out there wanting and expecting respect. So if it's not being given on both parts, then it's easy for them to go look for it somewhere else. Like, think about it this way. Uh, I mean, I'm going to talk because I am the man in the, in the relationship. So I'm going to talk to the women. So women, if you sit there and see that your husband comes home grumpy and upset all the time, coming in from work, but then when you hang out with him with his friends, he's just a totally different person. He's just, uh, you know, uh, funny, charming, uh, loving, loving and, and, and just happy. And the same thing at work. He's a, he's a different person. So it's because he's drawn to where he's respected. He's seeking the respect. So if he's not receiving respect at home, he's going to go places that he's, where he's receiving it, whether it's with his friends, whether it's work, or whether it's another woman. And the same thing for women. If a man is not showing her love and not providing that for her, She's going to seek it elsewhere. She needs love, respect, and safety. And well, we all need respect, but yeah. But all these things, if they're not read, if they're not present in her life, then yes, she will act up as well. So well, that's. You're, you're, both, you're both, right. Both, yeah, yeah. They both have to work on each other to provide each other the necessary yeah. things to, to make that relationship work. Okay? You say, woman is loving, nurturing, kind. She gives you that. The man is responsible. It's respectful it's um giving you know he takes care of her mm. it's just the way things always been so if these things are not reciprocated between the two this is when the relationship fall apart yeah but the thing you said about safety that's where the safety comes in if a man feels respected by his wife or by his girlfriend or whatever it is then he feels safety in a relationship. She respects me. She she's ne she'll never leave me. She respects me. Absolutely, it goes both ways. And the same thing with the woman. If you're showing her love, compassion, and all that stuff, she'd be like, "Well, he'll never leave me because look at him. He loves me." And it's not it's not a question. It's there. Like we do it all the time. There's I know that you would not go out and cheat on me at this point in our relationship right now because. I know you respect me and I know that you love me. And the same thing with, with you. I love you. I would never go out and do that. I, so the same thing, I respect you. I love and respect you. You respect me and you love me. Love comes first for you. Respect comes first for me. 100%. So if you feel that there's something in the relationship that's not working and you don't feel loved, and your husband doesn't feel respected, then you got to figure out a, one, a way to understand the true need 
for a man receiving respect and the true need of a woman receiving love. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more on this because, and that's why we work, because we understand each other's um, mind and we understand how we can make our relationship even better every day. So yes, I agree. I agree. Now, on to a more fun little segment of our podcast. What percentage of couples say I love you every day? Oh. Da, 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 da. Couples, know. actual couples, I'd say 70. Wow, really? Wow. I thought it would be a lot too, but it's not. It's actually only, according to a survey by YouGov, 52% of people in relationships say I love you every day. 52%. Hmm. And, every day, and, maybe and maybe think, it's not the every day, but they say I love you. But I sit there and tell you I love you a million times a day. I love you, baby. I love you. I love you. I love you. But most people say it after they hang up the phone. So fifty-two you know, percent of people do. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to work. Bye. I love you. <clears throat> okay. And number two. What's that? Question number two of this rapid questions is: What's the most common cause of conflict in a relationship? Let's see if you can know this one. I think it's lack of respect and lack of love. Well, uh, you got it right. It's it's lack of communication issues, which is part of the respect and love and yeah. all that stuff. Well, communication is is talking about it. So if you're not receiving it and you're not telling your spouse that you're not receiving respect or love, then how the fuck are they going to know? Exactly. Communication comes in different, many, many, many different forms. You know, if you're rolling your eyes on your partner, you're not communicating. Uh, you are communicating. You're in, communicating in that, you're, that, you're, that you're, you don't want to be there. Yes. And you don't want to have this conversation. In the wrong way. Yes. So there are so many different ways of, of communication in a relationship. So there you have it. Thank you so, so, so much for your questions. Keep them coming. We love these questions. Send us all your questions to all the information is going to be done in our show notes. Mm -hmm. And um, guys, listen, for those of you that love our podcast, that listen to it week in, week out, please subscribe, share, and rate it. What are you waiting yeah. for? It takes hey. 20 seconds of your time. We haven't asked you guys to rate something, rate or, or, or um, give a review in a while. Um, I see that they're kind of lacking a little bit lately because we haven't been asking. So if you can do that, us that favor, that's solid and, uh, give us a little rating, a little review. And if somebody out there that, you know, might benefit from these podcasts, then share it with them. Tell them, hmm, them. you should listen to that real show. Nina and Roger. Absolutely guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening as usual. We wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Hill Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you we, what have. we have.